It is Vav Adar, Tavshin Pei Gimel, the 6th of the month of Adar, 5783, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. We're here in Yenadi Yomi, this week's Parshas, Parshas Tetzaveh, and when earlier today was Hey Adar, the Daf was Nazir Daf Lama, Dalad 34 Nazir, where we find an incredible connection which some might dismiss as a stretch or pass it off as a mere coincidence, but no, I do not believe it is a stretch, and I certainly wouldn't call it a coincidence, but rather I would call it an occurrence of incredible Ashkacha Pratis as we find a shout-out to one of the Big Day Kahuna in a Mishnah, in a random daf, Nazir. I dedicate this mini-shir, Lila Nishmas, Imim Rasi, Chayarach HaBas David Tzvi, Hareni Kaparis Meshkava, as we look at the Mishnah in Nazir, which is describing the different substances that a Nazir is not allowed to consume, it talks about the different grape products, naming a couple of them, Zagim and Chartzanim. And the question is, what exactly are Zagim and Chartzanim? Which part of the grape are Zagim and Chartzanim? And this is actually subject to Machlokus between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. Where Rabbi Yehuda suggests that the Zagim refers to none other than the inner part of the grape, whereas the Chartzanim refers to the Chitzonim, the outer part. So the Zagim are the Panimim, the Chartzanim are the Chitzonim. However, Rabbi Yose argues that no, it's actually the opposite. And in fact, I have a mnemonic to remind me that really the reverse is true. And he says, think of the Zog Shel Behema, the bell that is worn by an animal. He says, Hachitzon Zog, really the outer part is the Zog, which tells me that the Zagim, when it refers to the grape, is the outer part. Vapanimi Inbal, and the inner part of the bell is called the Inbal. So... Since the zag is the outer part, it must be that the chartzanim has to be the inner part, which, when it comes to a bell, is an inbal. But what does this have to do with our parsha? It's actually a rashi, which is describing the me'il that was worn by the kohen gadol. Take a look at Perak Chav Chesen Shmos Pasuk Lamed Gimel when the Torah describes the bells that hung from the me'il, Pa'amon Verimon, a golden bell followed by a pomegranate, and there was a pattern that would go all along the bottom of the me'il. Now, you might be thinking, okay, it's still a stretch, but no, take a look at Rashi there. In the Golden Bells, says Rashi, There were zagin, there were bells, with inbalim, the clappers, the inner part of the bell inside them. Incredible. We have the exact words from our daf, the zag and the inbal. The Mishnah in, La- in Lamedal and Nazir, and there you find in Arashi describing the Me'il, the outer part and the inner part of the bell that was once again worn at the bottom of the Me'il. I firmly believe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is drawing our attention to this particular feature of the Big Day Kahuna, especially at this time of the year when we consider the Chag that is upon us, Purim, which we are going to be celebrating in less than two weeks at this point where we get to consider the different connections between our Parsha and Purim as well, as we think about the Kohen Gadol on the one hand, who had to wear these bells as he entered the Mishkan, as he entered the Heichel, as he entered before Hashem. The Torah says that the sound of these bells must be heard, otherwise the Kohen Chas can die on his way in. 
and it makes you wonder why it is that a Kaddish Baruch Hu needs the Kohen to wear these bells, is that, is that Hashem needs to hear the bells. Maybe there are other lessons, other symbolisms for us to take from the fact that the Kohen Gadol has to wear these bells, that perhaps we should always make sure to knock before we enter. But consider how this connects to the story of Purim, when Esther Hamalka had to go in to go in before the Melech, perhaps on the one hand, to go in unannounced, to go in unsummoned, to go in uncalled for. And we think about the connection of Yom Kippur, Yom Kippurim, the day that is like Purim, when the Kohen Gadol goes indeed when the Kohen goes in on Yom Kippur, at least he's not wearing all of the same big day kahuna, all of his golden um, wear is not upon him. But be that as it may, the Kohen, when he would otherwise go in to do the Avodah, he would have to go in and constantly announce himself with those bells. You might suggest that when he goes Lefnaiv Lefnim on Yom Kippur, when he doesn't have the bells, perhaps that is the fear factor, the dread of going in without having the bells announce yourself, similar to Esther Malko, who was going in unannounced. And we, we worry, we are concerned, recognizing the gravity of going lefnaiv lefnim, going in before Hashem, and not being sure if we are worthy. The fact that the Kohen wears the bells in the first place is perhaps a way of asking Rishus, and it gives us a certain sense of humility. When we go into Davin before Hashem, when we say, Hashem Hashem, I'm asking Rishus that you open my mouth for me. We find this in Yom Nobrahim Davin as well, when the Baal Eitzfila, the Baal Shachers, and Baal Musaf, each in their own different parts of davening, have their Rishus Tfilos, where they ask Rishus to stand before Hashem and to beseech Him on behalf of Klal Yisrael. And it just really brings things home for us, giving us that understanding of the, of the power and responsibility that we have when we stand before Hashem and the absolute reverence we have to have for that avoda. But if nothing else, we should have that bell ringing in our mind. Pun intended, it should grab our attention. We should see the connection in the daf and in the Rashi and our Parsha. And when you're being Mavis Sedra, hopefully it will ring a bell. And we should be able to take the lessons from it moving forward. If you enjoy sharing like this on the podcast and you want to partner with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group, to receive updates and links for uploaded shirim, especially archived shirim that I'm restreaming as reruns, then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us here at the database.